Brilliance Audio presents Kill All Angels by Robert Brockway. Performed by Scott Merriman, Emily Foster, Angela Daw, and Jesse Lee. Ever hear the noise fingernails make when they're digging into steel? No? Oh, well, when you're on the other side of it, the screeching, muffled, but somehow also amplified by all that metal between you, it's almost pretty. Sounds like whales singing. We ain't got much time before those things get through that door, I said, wrapping my belt around the interior hinge and cinching it tight. It wasn't a great barricade, but it would hold for a few minutes. And you've seen what they'll do to us when that happens, so listen close. I'm only going to explain this once. No questions. None of that, oh no, that's crazy, I don't believe it, garbage. After the shit you've seen in the last ten minutes, you lost the right to be skeptical. The kid's eyes were the size of hubcaps. Couldn't do much more than nod. Let me start from the top. There are angels. You haven't seen those yet. But they look like little stars just burning in the air right in front of you. They make a sound like the ocean in a storm, if a thousand people were drowning in it. They do something to people. They treat us like a math problem. They pick out all our little quirks and problems, every redundant or unnecessary bit, and they solve us. Usually when that happens, there's a boom and a shudder, and the person is just gone. No idea what happens to them. The door shook with a sound like a garbage truck hitting a telephone pole. The kid shivered. I went on. A few years ago, I had an ex-boyfriend who was into the Asian spirituality stuff. It didn't seem to matter what kind of Asian. Buddhist, Shinto, some Hindu and yoga thrown in there. It was like spiritual fusion cuisine. Very Californian. He wore his hair up in a frizzy little man bun and had an eyebrow ring. Jackie gave me so much shit for dating him. But Jesus Christ, you should have seen his abs. Like a cobblestone street and he could bend himself into a human pretzel, which was occasionally interesting. Plus, he was always nice to me. A total dipshit, of course, but a nice one. He tried to get me to meditate a few times. He said it was all about feeling your skin, really concentrating on the boundary between you and the world, then feeling that skin get thinner and thinner until there was nothing separating you from everything else. I could never get it, I just wound up getting stupid thoughts stuck in my head. The lyrics to a silly pop song or something. He'd spend 20 minutes contemplating Nirvana. I'd spend 20 minutes endlessly repeating the chorus to Night Moves. It wasn't spiritually helpful. Still, I didn't have any better ideas on how to start. I sat cross-legged in the sand, trying to ignore the highway sounds coming over the bluff, the sun burning my skin, the particles of grit slowly grinding their way into my underwear. I am not Caitlin. I am just this body. I am not this body. I am nothing. What about you? Carrie said and gestured with his beer can toward Caitlin, sitting crisscross applesauce in a dry riverbed. You go in for all this Hindu voodoo jazzercise bullshit? None of that was even slightly right, I said. I drained the last of my Takati, which was now room temperature, provided that room was a hot trunk in the Arizona sunshine. I tossed the can on the floor in the back seat. 
Carrie crumpled his and tossed it in the ditch running beside the shoulder. It landed next to a wadded up ball of aluminum foil with two bites of burrito inside, a few crumpled up napkins, and six other half-crushed Ducati cans. Can you not litter? I said to him. Carrie burped as loud as he could. What, am I ruining this pristine vista? He swept his arm grandly over the sand, sand, more sand, handful of stunted bushes, and white girl quickly turning red. You're such a dick, I said. I cracked open another beer. Tasted like somebody had made tea out of cigarette butts. <laughs>